from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. George Camel, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. It's common sense for your dollars and cents. If you're the guy who pulled your money out of Bernie Madoff just in time to put it into crypto and pulled it out of there just in time to put it in a safe bank in Silicon Valley, we're your place. We can help people like you. (laughs) Please call in if that's you. I got to hear your story. Oof. <laughs> he says, I put it in the bank because it's safe. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> oh, Andrea is with us. <laughs> Andrea is in Long Island. Hey, Andrea, how are you? Hey, Dave and George. It's wonderful to speak to you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, before I ask my question really quickly, my husband and I have been followers of Ramsey since January of 21. And as of February, as of last February, we are completely debt free. So, awesome. way to go. <laughs> so, now to my question, um, George and Dave. My mom and I purchased a home back in 2004. I was obviously much younger. Um, I am married now, uh, husband, two girls, and the house is becoming kind of small. My mom wants to move out. Um, you know, just to have her space, she wants to rent something uh, initially. So, and I've been pretty much paying the mortgage for the past 15 years. Uh, just her financial situation hadn't, hasn't been uh, that great, but she can afford, um, you know, uh, rent going forward. So my question is, I want to be able to be fair to my mom. Obviously, she is owner of this house, half as, as I am. We don't want to sell the house. We are comfortable in terms of paying the mortgage, but I want to be fair to my mom. So I'm trying to understand. We haven't had that conversation yet, but I know if we will have it. What would my responsibility be in terms of, you know, giving the half to my mom? Would it be the half of what the house is worth? what we owe, the, the, the market value. So I just, I'm calling just for some guidance wow. to do the right thing. What's the house worth? Uh, 637000 Okay. And what do you owe on it? 484 Okay. All right. Hey. You've been here for 19 years, you said? Have you refinanced? We uh, we did once, and then we had to um, modify the mortgage because at one point financial situation wasn't great. Um, so a hundred thousand of that um, four eighty four, it's kind of like on standby. We're not being charged interest for that. But if we refinance or if we sell it, obviously I'm going to be responsible for that. Mm, no, something's wrong with your equation. Okay. You don't have $100,000 on standby. Do you have an open line of credit against the house and have not no, drawn on it? No, 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 no. Um, just the, the, the mortgage papers say that 100000 of that amount is not being, they're not charging me um, interest on that amount. Why? Oh, because we kind of modify the mortgage. Remember, if you remember back in, I don't know, 2010. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we we uh, we kind of refine, uh, not refinance, but we have you modified, modified it. You modified yes, it with your, and it's so, still sitting right. there. Wow. Well, it, and our interest rate was much higher. Okay. So you've paid the mortgage payments. Did mom put down any of the down payment? My mom and my dad at that point they put about uh, twenty. Uh, I'm sorry, ten. Ten thousand dollars. How much did you put down at the time? 
I think I may have put like five. Okay. All right. Well, um, to start with, we're not dealing with uh, 637. We're dealing with what the net right. proceeds would be if you sold the house, mm-hmm. which right. would be about 85 to 90% of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so about 60,000, 70,000 less. Um, right. Which means we're dealing with about $90,000 of equity, is all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she put in 10, you put in five, and you've paid all the payments. Um, I, you know, if you want a mathematical formula for what's fair, I don't know what your mother's going to say, but, um, Mm -hmm. you're 50, 50 owners, but you've not been 50, 50 contributors. And you obviously did no written agreement on this whatsoever. No, no, that was dumb. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, a, a quick and dirty would be to add up all of your payments add 5,000 to it and see what percentage of the property you own then. Okay. Like how much are your payments been? Um, well, since the, well, I, I haven't, I haven't done obviously. Well, what's your payment now? Oh, sure. It's twenty eight twelve. Twenty eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it you've done this for, how, you've done this for 19 years. No, no, no. It was much higher before. It was close to 5000 That's why we, we had a real financial okay. uh, issue. Yeah. yeah. But you bought the property 19 years ago. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. And so, sheesh. Uh, if we add up all of the payments, um, she doesn't own much. Mm-hmm. Because, you know. You, you guys hardly put anything into it. The, ma- the majority of the investment in the property has been through the payments. Agreed? Correct. And Correct. so if we add up 19 years of three to $5,000 a month, um, mm-hmm. and we said, okay, that is your percent, and, and she put in, t- and plus $5,000, and you put in, she put in $10,000, you're going to end up owning 90% of the property if we use that formula. Right. And that's not inaccurate, by the way. She paid zero on the payments and lived there for free for 20 years. Yeah, well, so... Just, just if she got back like, her 10 paying, grand, we would call her yeah, happy. Yeah, I've been paying for the last 15, right? So about four of those, my mom and dad had a business. It's really profitable. So they did make those payments. So I just paid the, the last 15, pretty majority okay. of it. So okay, 75% let me, let me, of Let me give you a math formula, in, okay? Add up sure. all the payments yeah. that they paid plus $10,000. Okay. Add up all the payments that you paid plus $5,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then those two numbers are 100%, and either one of those numbers as a percentage of 100%. Okay. So I think that you are going to end up still owning 90% of this house. Right. Because I think about 90% of the money has gone in as yours. I could be wrong. And how will you come up with that money to give to them? Well, that's that's what I yeah. that's what I have been confused. Yeah, about. if you wanted to give her ten thousand dollars, where would you get it? Oh, okay. So um, I would I would say that. I mean, we're in baby step three right now, right? Um, so after baby uh, step three, you would just save her up and give her some money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think you're going to owe her no more than ten or twenty thousand dollars if our formula becomes the agreement that you guys come to. That's a fair formula. But um, 
but I don't know. I mean, she may think she owns 50% of it, even though she didn't put in 50% of the money. That's possible. That I don't, I don't know messy. what mom thinks. Yeah. Mm. This is, um, ouch. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Folks, we've been working on an exciting new event with Ken Coleman. It's called Career Breakthrough. Whether you feel stuck in your current job because of fear and doubt, or you have an idea you want to pursue and you don't know how to get there, or you just need someone to tell you you can do it, that you need to do this. Ken Coleman is that person, and his event, Career Breakthrough, is for you. You can join Ken live in person this spring for an event that will give you clarity, confidence, and courage to do the work you were born to do. No more sitting on the sidelines or playing it safe. Time for a breakthrough. You can join Ken at his career breakthrough events. Kansas City, Missouri, April 20th. Chicago, Illinois, May 16th. Atlanta, Georgia, May 18, Dallas, Texas, May 23rd. Tickets start at just $50. Head on over to RamseySolutions.com slash events and get your tickets right now. Igor is with us in Kona, Hawaii. Hey, Igor, how are you? Good, good, Dave. How are you doing today? Great. Igor or Igor? Uh, Igor, Igor. 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 I'm sorry. I messed up. I apologize. hate to mess up somebody's <laughs> name. There's nothing worse. How can I help, Igor? Oh, no. Yes, uh, we're actually um, at a point where we're trying to make a decision whether or not to update one of our cars, buy a new car, and uh, put the other car as a rental here. As you know, tourism is a big thing here. And <clears throat> at this point in time, um, we have you know no debt. Um, we do have um, you know a good financial situation, and we're looking to you know buy a house next year. So. What we're trying to figure out is do we go and pay cash for this car and, you know, put our other car as a rental and, or do we just keep on piling away cash until we're ready to buy next year? If we were to buy um, the car, it'd be around 30000 um, If we were to put the other car as a rental, we'd be making about anywhere from about 1500 to 2000 a month um, is our, you know, rough estimate. And... That's basically the decision we're trying to figure out and make. Another thing is, you know, we have a baby that's coming later this year. So congratulations. Uh, we're looking. Thank you. Thank you. So we have about, you know, with taxes that we have to pay here shortly and, you know, some medical expenses that we have coming up, we have about $40,000 worth of expenses coming up in the next, I would say, you know, two to three months, which what we is have cash to pay for. What's that? Say what again? What's your expense? Um, so, uh, so well, our tax, our taxes we're filing. We should be, uh, it should be coming in. And we'll have to pay about thirty thousand, you know, between federal and state and whatnot. And then for our medical, will be about ten thousand. You know, I have a, 
uh, shoulder surgery I have to do, which will be about $5,000, you know, because we do have medical insurance. And then um, the baby will also be about 5000 um, because we do have insurance, but they do charge a, uh, a deductible. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So how did you end up 30 k in the hold of the IRS? Well, no, we don't owe them. This is just um, based off of, this is based off of, um, you know, our last year's tax bill, um, you know, of what we earned. That's roughly what we paid um, between state and federal. This year we earned more. So once we uh, submit those taxes, um, it'll be right around that amount too. So you have a $30,000 bill? You're not, you're self-employed. No, no, no. Yeah, self-employed. That's what so I So why are you not doing quarterly the, estimates? Um, that's a great question. How long have you been self-employed? <laughs> um, about, I'd say, three years. Okay, you got three, big time. Years. You got big time penalties coming your way, brother, because you didn't do quarterly estimates. You're required in the second year of your business by IRS regs to do quarterly estimates and withhold on yourself and pay in quarterly what you owe. Uh, by not doing that, you've added three or four thousand dollars to your bill. Okay. So well, you, that's something we're definitely going to look at. Yeah, for you need to get you need to get you need to get a profession some professional tax advice quickly, and stop doing okay. it the way you're doing it. But okay, so you need forty k out of your pocket, and a down payment for a house, and a baby's on the way, and there's a shoulder surgery. The last thing you need is somebody driving your car as a rental. You have enough things going on. <laughs> in your you got life. enough liabilities hanging around you right now. You got enough things going yeah. on in your life. And you're trying to buy a yeah. house. Uh, how much money, cash have you got? So as of right now, we have 135 about in cash, mm-hmm. and we we have you know two paid off cars, mm-hmm. um, which we bought in cash. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so the, we the have goal, no debt. No, the goal, if I'm you, is uh, have a paid for house as soon as possible. At the end, yeah. at the end of the story, five years, four years, ten years, whatever it is. Okay. Um, in order to do that, I'm going to put down as much as I can put down in order to do that. I'm going to put as little towards anything else as I can and put the largest possible down payment. Obviously we've got to take care of the shoulder and the baby and the IRS. Obviously there's nothing in this equation that says you have to buy a car this year. This is not the year for you to do that. And it's certainly not the year to put a car out on the rental program. Um, and, uh, just in general, I mean, Airbnb is tough enough. That's the same thing for houses that you're doing with your car, right? You're running that Turo or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the difference is houses go up in value and cars go down in value. So that scares me as part of this. And someone wearing the wear and tear on that car is going to be very high comparatively to you driving it with extra liability. And the, yeah, I don't. I want to check with your insurance guy. I don't know how they're insuring these things. I think you need extra insurance, and Turo includes some, but I've seen people who get denied for their claims, and it can be real dangerous. Yeah, I mean, there's even even situations where somebody's, like, delivering pizza, and their their car insurance will say, well, we don't cover commercial vehicles. Mm. They don't cover you while you're delivering the pizza, that kind of stuff. If you you have a paid-for house and you want to fool with this for fun as a side hustle, uh, you can do that later on, but... You got enough going on, man. Yeah, you got you got your you got a plate full, man. You run your Oof. own business, even. Yeah, you just had you've never seen a deal you didn't like, though. So uh, yeah, stay away from this one. I've seen those TikTok videos, Dave, where they go, "This is the best side hustle. I'm making two grand a month." You know, it's all the upside, none of the downside. Yeah, like nobody. Yeah, all the all the smells people could leave in your car. Just Oof. visualize all of them, okay? Um, and they'll all be there Visceral. when you're done with this.
I'm just saying this is a bad idea. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'll rent out, but my car is not one of them. <laughs> Sorry, America, if you were hoping to drive Dave's car. <laughs> not anytime soon. Sean's in Portland, Maine. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hi, Dave. Hey, George. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? So um, my wife and I had about 100 k in student debt loans, and we got gazelle intense back in 2020. Um, we paid off a pretty good chunk, and I'm left with just under 30 k left. Um, and one of the things that I've been kind of sitting on is whether to wait out this. My, the loans that are left are my federal loans. Um, and right now there's that interest uh, waiting period, and I've been taking advantage of that, paying monthly. Um, and so what I'm trying to figure out is I've got some money on the side that we usually have as a, an emergency fund, um, and whether or not to pay that, to use that money to pay off the debts entirely. How much money? So uh, there's about 50K in a, in a high-yield savings bank. Pay it off today. Is that all your debt, the 30K in student loans? Yeah, no car debt, no credit card debt. So today you could be debt-free with $20,000 in the bank? Yeah, I guess the reason I've been cautious is because that's like three to six months, and I know it would go down. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're so following our plan, you'd pay off all the debt before getting the fully funded emergency fund. And you'll still have 20000 That's got to be a sub- substantial emergency fund still. Yeah, no, it would still leave us pretty comfortable. And you um, can add more to it. You're debt-free today. The kind of person that will pay off their debt today instead of waiting on the government to do it for them is the kind of person who will be vastly more successful in 10 years than the kind of person who sits and waits on the government to pay off their debt. You politicians, you see what you've done? Listen to that guy. He's sitting there with the money to pay off the debt that he owes the taxpayers, and he's not doing it because you idiots in Washington, you guys are morons. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Adam and Paula are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Better than we deserve, Dave. Welcome, welcome. Where do you guys live? We live in Sandy, Utah. Ah, fun. Well, welcome to Nashville. Good to have you. How much debt did you pay off? $154,842.77. Love it. How long did this take? 17 months, four days. Wow. And your range of income during that time? Uh, $225,000 to $315,000. Goodness gracious. What do you guys do for a living? Well, I'm an ER nurse. I work in the uh, level one trauma center. Mm -hmm. I'm a registered nurse. Mm -hmm. And I'm an air traffic controller. Okay. Wow. Great jobs. Wow. So what, how did you guys just take a bunch of OT? Is how you got your income up almost a hundred grand? You betcha. <laughs> and laid all of it on the debt, huh? Yeah. Yep. I went from working three 12 hour shifts a week to anywhere between like five or six days a week. Ooh. And it was a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I hope you're back to regular now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of debt was the 155? Well, it was student loans, um, a car, uh, solar panels and a 401k loan from her wow okay oh my goodness so something uh made this really really important 17 months ago yes. what happened 
Well, 17 months ago, we actually, our journey actually started before that. Um, we ha started having the two of us some increasing problems in our health. And we actually went on a health journey um, and that actually, and we had success with that. And we have always done Dave Ramsey-ish things prior to that. And so when we realized, hey, we committed, we had success, let's do it with our finances. So we did, we then got Gunzel Intense and yeah, we succeeded. Cause they say, uh I remember reading this a long time ago, uh, and I'm sure it's probably still true, uh, that air traffic control is one of the highest stress jobs on the planet. Is that right? A number two behind an ER nurse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did to pick out two trauma-filled situations. If either one of you make a mistake, lots of people die. Yeah, I mean, this is like, wow. Uh, but, I mean, seriously, isn't there a high uh, uh, incidence of, uh, like, heart attack and stress-related things with air traffic guys and yeah, gals? We have to maintain a medical, so, I mean, that was a concern, too, right? But now I'm, I'm not concerned about that anymore. Yeah, and, I know. But, I, yeah, I, we, I do, we, do, we do tend to be an unhealthier bunch, especially as we age, but. Yeah. Well, it's just very, very important. Your work is so detailed. And ER nurses, exactly the same way. It's a good point. Yeah, both of you have this uh, very, very intense situations. And so your health journey helped you with a lot of that, yes. I'm sure. Stress management uh, by being healthier, your body being in better shape, you can manage that stuff better. Yeah. Your mind's clearer, all those kinds of things. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, then you say, oh, well, if we can apply a proven process to that, we're both process people. Uh, we could apply this Ramsey process, and maybe maybe ish is not the plan. That's 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 the essence of your story. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing says let's de-stress by working extra to get rid of all this debt. But <laughs> yeah. it was a temporary sacrifice for you it guys. Was. Most but, people would hang on to that debt for the next twenty years. I mean, we we, we had, had that debt for seventeen years. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's embarrassing. But yeah, yeah, we had it for seventeen years, and, and we got rid of it in off. seventeen months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Most people are just going, "Well, this is just part of life," and you guys went, "No, we're going to attack this yeah. thing so hardcore that we never have to deal yeah. with debt again." Mm -hmm. This seems like a a very definitive line drawn at at some point. Do you re remember the actual well, conversation when it got yeah, real? I do. Okay, um, so we ordered a car george's kind of car and <laughs> oh a well, battery you can't say in front of dave he gets yeah. upset you bought a battery <laughs> no, with um, wheels a yeah. Tesla. Yeah. and and while i'm watching youtube videos on that car you know how youtube kind of sneak snakes around and gets you into all sorts of other so it's financing started and then you popped up again and we've been familiar. i popped up in tesla financing <laughs> algorithm wow. yeah it's something working. somebody messed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep and so we i started watching more and more and then the car got delivered and then i'm just watching it more and more and i started that's where it started and then i went to her and i said you know we we lost 130 pounds between two of us and i was like we didn't do that till we committed we didn't just like hey today we're just gonna give up no and i said hey no more credit cards no more like at the end of the month 1200 bill nope nothing we're gonna go right back into pay off and i want this done i want it out of my life and there's one phrase that, that she used to say to me that ground my gears you remember mm -hmm. what that was I used to say that I'm going to work until I die. I used to say all the time because we, I knew we had that much debt. And I think I've, um, I see my parents, uh, my mom, she is still working and she mm. still has a lot of debt. And I didn't want that to happen to our kids. And but I felt like that was happening to me. So I kept saying it. And he, I know it yeah. bugged him a lot. A lot. So, yeah. So we <laughs> because decided, it's kind of a hopeless Yeah, I felt statement. hopeless. I felt like I was yeah. just honestly going to be just be working until the day I died. Because so we had so much you debt. You said the car was delivered. You mean it came to the thing, but you didn't take delivery. No, we, we, we took delivery. And we, we talked about it because at that point, you, your formula, right? Two years, you know, not, 
they were like, well, we can sell it, but we, we just paid it off. We put it in the snowball, and that was... Oh, so you still got the... Yeah. We paid it well, we, we, we didn't commit until we'd already had the car. Like, we started... Oh, okay. It's Because it was a three-month process in between. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of condensed it for you, but like, yeah. yeah, that's what had happened. We did have that talk a couple times about selling it. Okay. Wow. So you, you it's sitting in the driveway when you had this conversation. Yeah. I thought you meant delivery at the dealer. Okay. No. Wow. Okay. That is wild. What was but, harder, losing 130 pounds or paying off 155 thousand dollars in debt? They were both weird. Like that's the bit. That's why we got here yeah. is because that was so weird. It's that was weird, and I was like, "Hey, You're like we're this, already weird. Let's yeah. just keep being weird. Yeah. Let's keep it going." Yeah. And yeah, that was the big thing too. Was during our 17 years, we felt like such victims because we got run over by the student loan thing. You know, your documentary spelled that out really well. We were we thought we were weird to own that much, but in fact, that's normal. Mm-hmm. And I said. One point we were paid off three thousand dollars in principal and forty two thousand in interest. That was a low point. Mm. So, but we stopped being victims. That was the big thing over this thing. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have anybody else pay it off. I'm paying it off. We were going to pay it off, and that was it. No more so, victims. We're gonna we're gonna tackle this. So, Paula, Mister Tesla walks in and says, "No more credit cards. We're done." Mm-hmm. And now that I got the car, we're done. <laughs> Is it hard to take him seriously at that point? <laughs> I mean, did yes. you not go, say what? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I mean, in his defense, I really did want the Tesla, too. I really did like it. I really do like it. And But on the other hand, I am also comparing, like, if one of us is the spender. I was always the spender. Mm-hmm. I love to spend. Mm-hmm. But I knew, I mean, I knew we had to change. And so yeah. I was totally on board. I was totally on board. You know, that it, the interesting thing is sometimes it's the other way. Sometimes we have folks come on here and they say, you know, while I was getting out of debt, I realized I could control myself and I lost 100 pounds. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard that, I don't know, a bazillion times over 30 years. And you guys are the opposite. Mm-hmm. The fact that you won on the health front, mm-hmm. lost 130 pounds between you, uh, gave, you said, okay, we can control ourselves. Mm-hmm self-control is a fruit of the spirit we can do this and if we can do that here we can do that there so discipline the old saying discipline begets discipline because you start to trust yourself you start to believe i can do this and it's it is a hope thing you know the the losing the weight gave you hope gave you belief that you could do it you could apply those same principles to something else exactly gave you confidence that's very cool it's never too late to right like i mean 17 years you know we're getting into we're low 40s now and we're like nope we're we're gonna take care of this, and yeah. along the way, we involved the kids a lot more than I was yeah. involved growing up with yeah. money. With the, so they are well aware. They right. Bring them up. Give us their yeah. names and ages. While they're doing that, I'll tell you, we're gonna give you the Baby Steps Millionaires book, the uh, Total Money Makeover book, and Financial Peace university uh, if you have those or don't have them use them or give them away your choice our live and give bundle to say thank you for coming all the way to tennessee to do your debt free scream what a good looking family you guys are amazing congratulations this is thank, thank you. you and this is sierra she's nine and this is radic he is eight all right and uh 130 pounds less and 155 thousand dollars less that is a feather. there's a lot of less up there i like it and yet you're living more abundantly now absolute yeah, so heroes in, in all cases yeah they feel better they look better their clothes fit better and uh they can afford them mm. <laughs> count it down let's hear Ready? a debt-free scream three two one we're, we're debt-free free! yeah, yeah! <laughs> that's how it's done ladies and gentlemen man i feel like i go run through a wall now that- Oh, they're impressive. Nothing's stopping these guys. I'm scared of them. This is The Ramsey Show.
Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 21, 20, the wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Shaquille O'Neal said, it isn't about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. Well, thanks, Shaq. Good stuff. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Brandon's in Atlanta. Hey, Brandon, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, George. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, sure. I appreciate it. Uh, pardon me, I'm a little bit nervous. No trouble. What's up? Um, well, I, I have a mountain of debt. Uh, I should have called you years ago. Uh, I've known better. I just keep making poor decision after poor decision. Um, the, our total personal debt is about six eighty-seven. How much and, of that? Um, how much of that is mortgage? Mortgage is two forty. Mm-hmm. And uh, a big part of the debt is of the personal debt is business. That total is about three thirty-seven. Um, the, and the, the worst part, of, I think, the worst part about our situation is that the business every year we're about thirty thousand short. Uh, so we just keep going into more debt year after year with the business. Um, so the the original loan we'd be down to about one sixty, but we just keep adding it on. So now we're at three thirty-seven, uh, which is way more than what the business is worth. So I just, I just don't know where to begin. Um, the personal side of it, it's a, it's a big mess, of course, but the business is, is just sinking us. What's your household income? Uh, about 160 gross. Okay. So your wife makes 160 or 190? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so neither one of us work in the business. Uh, I make uh, about 94 myself, and then my wife makes 66. Oh. And we don't take anything out of the business ourselves. But the business loses $30,000 a year. It does, yes, approximately. On your taxes? Um, somehow on the taxes, um, this year it's showing as, as about 25000 net income. But um, um, I'm not exactly familiar with, with all the accounting part of it. But uh, it definitely doesn't feel like, it's like there's any net income. Um, every year it has been getting better, but still pretty bad. What kind of business is this? Uh, it's an ice cream shop. Yeah, we, um, so we when you say you're store. going in the whole 30 grand, what is that for? Is it expenses, payroll? What's causing pretty, that? Yeah, it, it's pretty much um, just keeping the business afloat. Um, to, as far as to pinpoint it, it, really, I guess it's just not having having enough in sales. What, what could you sell the business for today? Yeah. What's it worth? I, I did look into that, and that's about sixty thousand yeah. is the business valuation that we got, and that was based on that twenty five thousand net income that we got for this year. Yeah, that's about right. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just thinking. What do you I, What do you I do just, for a living? Uh, I, I have a. Um, I work for the government, uh, Department of Defense. Okay. So my job is fairly stable. My life. Well, what 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 is your? What do you actually do? Are you an engineer? Or are you a? Oh well, no. Um, basically, uh, every, we all have the same position. They call us analysts. Okay. Um, okay, they, I got you. Oh, that's enough. That's good. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you're working a uh, forty hours there. I am. Yes. And your wife does what for a living? She's a teacher. Um. Also. Um. Also works 40 hours, although currently she's at home with a baby. We have a newborn, which is super, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, quite the surprise. But um, anyway, she'll, she'll go back in about a month or so. Mm -hmm. 
um, an aspect of the business. It's, it, we have a mobile mobile uh, part of it. Um, so I'm in that quite a bit outside of my regular job. Uh, and that part of the business is quite profitable. It's a shame I can't have that without the, the brick and mortar location. But um, so uh, I'm not in the store, but I'm in the, the mobile trailer going to events and such. What does it take to wind down the brick and mortar location? Uh, well, I mean, if you could make 40,000 out of the mobile and shut mm -hmm. that down, you could whittle away at this. I could. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what that looked like. I I guess the, the paying the fixed loan off the, um, the original 160,000, I I guess that would be the, the biggest part. Um, what is that? Is that a loan that loans against the location? It is, yeah. That's the original one, and then we just have other loans on. And top who is of that. that loan with? Uh, it it was through a, a business lender, like a yeah. third party business lender. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that payment is I don't know, a little over three thousand a month. Yeah, but if you were paying the payment anyway and just closed the location, does that does that put you in default on the loan? No, no, I, I think we could do that, but uh, I don't. I don't know. If, well, I'm just well, saying, yeah, jack up, jack up your mobile and run it all the time, and get all your costs okay. gone. And let's see if we can't make this thing make sixty and throw it all at it. And by the way, let's take a whole bunch of your hundred and sixty and start throwing it at it. Let's live on nothing, like live on sixty. Okay. Let's go make another hundred. Let's go make another sixty out of the mobile and shut down the the brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, now we got to clear six hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Well, no, we don't. We got to clear um, uh, six eighty-seven. We got minus two forty. We got to clear four forty-seven because your mortgage is not the problem. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. two forty mortgage is not your issue. All right. So if you add sixty to your top, you following me here by by jacking yeah. up your hours and you go crazy for two years, that puts you at two twenty, two thirty, somewhere in there, right? Okay. Yes. Okay, and you live on nothing, fifty grand. You can clean this up really, really fast, like two or three years of of, of unbelievable hours. And you can it's easy to put in those hours if there's hope and traction. If you're making progress and you believe it's going to work, I can work my tail off. It's when I'm feel like a rat in a wheel that I get so exhausted. And you you've been a rat in a wheel going backward for. A while yeah yeah i i've known better but i just keep well and you're an analyst you've been analyzing this watching it um as far as all the uh so of course we have car loans and credit cards in that mess too yeah um yeah now what i, I was i was curious what your take on and, and it's probably another bad decision but that's why i want to ask you um we have a good bit of equity in the house should we should we consider selling the house and using that equity to pay off? Only if you solve this business problem. Okay. That would have to come first. Yeah. You've got to close this thing. And here's what I would do. I would close it and I would work like a crazy person and I would sell everything inside except the house. And I would, and your wife, your wife does what for a living again? She's a teacher. Okay. Uh, maybe she starts taking on some tutoring on the side, whatever, anything we can do to get our household income way, way up for the next 24 to 36 months. So here's the thing. 
if you put $100,000 on this, you're done in four years. If you put $150,000 on it, you're done in three years. And if you're making two sixty, you can put one hundred and fifty on it, and you're done in three years, hundred percent debt free, and you still got the ice cream truck, not the location, okay. and then right. sell okay. it. The second part of this equation is, um, the hopelessness, the feeling of stuck that you have, has mm-hmm. kept you from using your God-given skills to dive into the numbers on this business. And so I'm going to be your, your boss for a minute, your leader and say, your job is to learn your numbers in this business and know exactly what the flip's going on. You, 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 you let Jesus take the wheel and Jesus told you to go plant corn. And if you plant sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. You have to be diligent to know the state of your flocks and herds. You've got to get down in this business and know these numbers. The fact that you don't know these numbers when I'm asking you is part uh, is symptomatic of the fact you're not paying enough attention to this thing. So you got to lean into it. You got to wind it down. Then you got to crank your work hours way up and your income way up. And if that doesn't knock it out in the next, uh, if you don't see the light at the next 24 months, then sell the house. But you can't sell the house until you get rid of this business problem because you di- you're not going to get rid of all the debt. That's the thing. There's no escape hatch here except you. You got to go do it. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, hey, Christ Campbell. Jesus. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.